The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twelve I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. We roll out on a Monday. What is up, Brigade? Welcome to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff penned the book, Matt Peralta, the Bostonian, live on YouTube and on Twitter at Boston versus the book. For both of those, Sports Grid Replay, how are you? Monday, as we end the month of July, we are about to enter a football month. Mr. Sherapan, we made it through the summer. How are you on this Monday? I'm good, man. We got, we got. We still got baseball to talk about. Don't don't just advance the ball and forget about the baseball. The baseball's baseball just getting good. Yeah, you know that, right? We got uh-huh. trade deadline stuff we got to address. Otani's staying. I think Bellinger's staying. Scherzer gone. There's a big 24 hours coming up here. It was all kind of things we got to talk about. But yeah, the football got to kick it off. It got to lead everything off. And I mean, for my Pittsburgh people, listen, the Philly stuff from back in the day is nice. And it reminds me of some some good stuff. I picked it up this weekend, so I got the Philly starter set. You might see it throughout the show. Oh, because uh, the Phillies are right there. The Phillies are right there. They were good to me last year. Almost great. We'll have all of that. But I mean, you got to kick off the show with the big with the big thing. I mean, you started it off. Just tell the people what we got going, please. All right. Let's just quickly at the top address something. This is different than what happened. Last time we will be live at Circa Sports in Las Vegas in downtown Las Vegas on Thursday, the 24th and Friday, the 25th. Okay. In the month of August. Yes. Thursday, Friday. We were there live Thursday and Friday. The last time the biggest difference. We were outside last time. We're going to be inside this time. We're going to be inside this time. And the only way you can get access to watching the show, like you guys did last time in the cabana, if you were so inclined to come to Vegas you have to be in the contest, either Survivor or Million, okay? Just FYI, I, I believe it's whoever's name is on the entry. So for you guys who have the five spot, the five brigade members that all got together to do a, to do a team, I think it's just the person whose name is on there. So it's different. We don't have the specific details yet. Yeah, kind of close to it. But I mean, we're doing the show. 
but we don't know who could come in and who could. No, come we out. do know. We know that that's that, that that's done. Aaron told us that that's hundred percent. He wants that pushed. He wants that really elevated that we have to highlight this, that it's different than before. It's not open season. The public is not invited in before oh. it was stadium swim. The public is not going to be invited into the ballroom where they're doing a Super Bowl style radio row. So there's going to be stations from all over the country. There's going to be shows from all over the country. They're all coming in. Now we live here. So it's easy for us, but this is going to be different. This is a super contest. Sorry. This is a, 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 a different weekend. This is a, a million and survivor weekend. And so you've got to be in those contests to get access to that event. So live Thursday, live Friday at Circa. Mm-hmm. If you're in the contest, you can absolutely come on by and say hello and be a part of it. Yes. If you want to join the contest, you can do that as well. The whole point is to highlight the contest and to see what, I mean, we might be so tired by the end of August 24th. We'll see if the next 30 days will be like. You got valet people are telling you how crazy August is going to be. So, well, I mean, we got a call over the weekend. By the way, um, Diablo 666 in the chat. How hmm. much are the contests? The contest costs a thousand dollars to entry to enter. There's a circuit millions contest. You pick five games a week against the spread. That's a thousand dollars for the entire season. The survivor contest, a thousand dollars for the entire season. You can do up to 10 entries hmm. in the survivor and up to five in the millions, right? I will have the whole read for you guys coming up when we begin the Circus Sports 32 teams and 31 shows, okay. which starts today. That's, Not 32 shows because we we timed it out. So basically it's on Monday Night Football, September the 11th. We'll do both the Bills and the Jets to wrap it up. So those will be two teams in one show. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, we will, we're taking people signups all weekend you're talking about being tired in august went and met someone on friday night mm-hmm. got a text hey i'm here it was 11 15 at night we signed them up sunday morning 8 a.m can you meet at 8 30 sure and we signed them up you can sign up at circa 24 hours you can sign up at the other locations when the books open which is flexible you can come into town the same day Sign up, fly in, sign up, fly out. Same day, in and out if you don't want to stay. All those options are available. You just got to text the Brigade Proxy Service, and uh, we'll get an appointment set up. Yeah, we'll do more. We'll give you all more information on that coming up later in the program with our NFL story of the day and also the Circus. Circa 32 teams and 31 shows. We got a lot of stuff going on here, but we just want to let you guys know that that's the next iteration. Now, this is going to be the first of what could be multiple shows as we're going to talk about yes. different locations. We're building something. We're trying to work some things out. A lot of meetings, a lot of conversations, but we asked you guys to come to us. So we're going to try to figure out ways to come to you. Now we can't go to everybody, but there are certain spots that we might be able to go to throughout <laughs> the next six or seven months where we come see you. And we will we'll put a flag down and we'll say, hey, guys, anybody in a six-hour drive, come on in. Be a part of this. It's going to be worth your while. Here's what we're yeah. doing. So yeah. Midwest folks, listen up. East Coast folks, listen up. We've got some things that we're working through and working out. August <laughs> is going to be a lot of meetings on those things as well as everything else we got going on for that. So <sighs> buckle up is what I keep on telling Dave. 
<laughs> buckle up. He texted gonna... me that. Like, yeah. I wear my seatbelt every time. Stop telling buckle me up. to buckle up. <laughs> We're going to be in for a ride in the month of August. It's going to be quite the thing. Should Speaking have already of- had these discussions. These people calling us, hey, can you come do a show? That's how we it works. We asked you this in June. We asked you this in May. We knew when the schedule was. See, but guys, you, hold on. We, we, we have to explain something. So the media world makes no sense. I've been working in it for over 20 years. Dave is still coming into the newness of this. He still has like the newborn placenta stuff on it. It's phenomenal. He's still new to the world. I don't like that. I I love it. It's phenomenal. So he sees these people and he's like, he asks me on the phone, why are we talking about this now? Why didn't we do this in May? They knew they wanted to do it in May. They knew they had an idea. Why are they taking this now? Because now we got to scramble. Now we got to figure all these things out. We only have X one, no, X number of weeks to get planned. We got to do this, got to do that. I'm like, welcome to media. <laughs> this is how the media is the ultimate duck. What I mean by that is on the surface, everything looks totally normal. Oh, yeah. Under the surface, it's an absolute chaos fest. <laughs> it's like this. I just keep going like this. Everything is a mess. Everything then, is this, that, and the other. And we, as a forward-facing, as they say, the front-facing part of the media, we're the ones having to make sure that everyone thinks it's all hunky-dory and there's not chaos going on 24-7. But we know, we know what's going on under the water is a straight, you know, hurricane of stuff going through. Let's just throw in to like when my cousin Vinny was having uh, Mona Lisa veto pile on all this stuff. You're a single dad now. Yeah. Um, I got three kids, one trying to decide to go across the country for college. The second one trying to decide to go to college here. And the third one trying to get ready for boot camp week, which is what I call this week because school starts next week. Summer vacation is over. Finito. we knew this was going to happen. We were trying to be prepared like a good Boy Scouts would be, be prepared. They don't care. Nobody is even, it's not even on nobody's radar. Like, oh, yeah, come here. Do 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 two shows in our book. Hey, come to this state. Do, hold on. What? Now you want us to come, but we want to bring the show to the people because with the brigade and you people watching the show and subscribing, liking, tweeting. Is it, can we still call it tweeting? It's Xing. It's I have tweeting. no idea. Because if, uh, if you start saying Xing, it sounds like a porn thing. So it's just. I'm sticking to tweeting. Yeah. I don't care. I, I said it last night. I said it yesterday on Twitter. I go, it's Twitter. It's tweeting. I'm not changing. They, they, they can do whatever they want. But this new Coke idea, I, I'm not changing. I, I'm not fair. buying in. Okay, good. Because I'm not either. But we're doing all that. You guys are a big, big part of the show. We can't, you know working on the hats and all the other stuff. So we've got some people with the hats in their hands. They were, you know, texting and putting pictures and all this other stuff. So it's all coming together. It's not that we don't want to tell you. We'll tell you as soon as we know. We really are just lining it all up for sure the 24th, 25th at the Circa live. Yeah. 100% locked in and happening. Yeah. So countdown to that. That'll be the next time. Cool. As of right now, that's the next time we will be out of of our home studios, out into Vegas. And then after that, stay tuned. We could have some big announcements, other fun stuff coming at you guys over the next couple of weeks as to yeah. what's going on. Because, well, we got a lot going on. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun right now as we yes. head towards football. But before we get to football, the MLB trade the deadline is already hot and heavy. Uh, 
as we go, and this is on you guys in the brigade, the live chat, if something big pops, you got to tell us, okay? Please. Because we're not going to be monitoring this stuff. So if something comes down, we need you guys who are on second screens and whatnot. When you see something, if it pops during the show, there could be other big trades. If Verlander winds up going to the Rangers, tell us because that's crazy. So whatever goes on today, even what time is it's tomorrow afternoon, right? Uh, I believe three o'clock. So it's noon. So noon our time. So we'll be on the air right up to the deadline. So tomorrow, same rule. Tomorrow's going to be very distracting. I'm just telling you right now, because if it happens and things happen like that, because there's a couple pieces, big pieces, the Cubs last week were a seller. They win eight in a row, lose yesterday, but they're buying. They may go get somebody now. They may trade Stroman anyway. I got a Texas warning from somebody that Minnesota may actually send Gray because he'll Sonny, uh, yeah. Gray may be the um, the top most coveted starter to help a contender. I could see it, but they're going to punt on the season. But the, well, or they're going to try to win it without him. Like yeah. they're right there. I, I, I they don't think they are though. They're going to tell you that their idea is to. I mean, I, don't, I, I on some level, I don't hate it. Like, you know what? If you know you're not as good as the Rays or the Orioles or the National League team, you know you can't win and you have a piece, go get something else that could help you win it next year. Man, oh, man. Big business in the house. How you like this T-hat? It looks pretty good. It Texas look good. looks pretty good. That was a it big fits, trade. It fits the thing. Yeah, okay. So Max Scherzer gets traded to the Rangers. Yes. Now the Mets are claiming that the Robertson trade in which they sent their closer to a divisional rival, which they sent him to the Marlins. And now they sent. Have you adopted that name as Robertson? Because I've always known it as Robertson. I thought, I thought that's how you say it was Robertson. I thought Robertson. that was how, how you're okay. supposed to say it. Because it's not Robert. I thought it wasn't Robertson. It was Robertson, Robertson. But I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. I thought it was Robertson. But All right. either or. He gets traded to the Marlins. Their closer, gone. Right. Now a guy who they thought was going to be the ace frontline starter that took a $350 million payroll to the promised land right. has now been sent out to save essentially $22 million and get a top, a top prospect who could be something or could be nothing from the Rangers. The Mets, are paying, the Mets are paying $35 million. Well, but they're not paying next year. Yeah, they are. They're, they're paying $35 million total. Okay. Well, so it's it's twenty two million. The, the, the Rangers have to pay the additional twenty two million dollars because he opted in. Part right. of the financials that held it up was that he had to opt in, which he did forty three million dollars. And so the Rangers were like, "You're paying thirty five million dollars of that, and we'll pay the other twenty two. And they said, "Okay." And they said, "For that, we'll get Max. We'll give you a you know a top prospect of ours." And was, okay, it was a salary dump plus the idea of maybe a prospect who might turn into something. <laughs> How'd that work out, Mets fans? How are you guys feeling today? That's uh I mean, if they can some... move off of Verlander, I'll give them this. If they move Verlander and they save because he's got a deal for 35 million next year, I think. So if they wind up, if they can get rid of his money, they could wind up with like 50 or 60 million dollars off the payroll. They could throw the world at a Tani. They could blow anybody else out of the water oh, for a Tommy. Man. Like they literally could just hand him a hand on a pen and go, write the number. Whatever yeah. you want. Just write the number. You could wh- wh- maybe not, but maybe well, I mean, I don't know. As we always say in, on this show, everyone has a number. 
Yeah, I don't know if Otani does. I, I, I think he has a plan. Down New York, turned on New York for a hundred million dollars a year. Huh? I mean, some people have. Some people would. I yes. Know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> if I mean, they want, what I mean, kind of number they got to come to you to move to New York? Oh, I know. I have a number. Yeah, I have. A <laughs> I, have I, I have. I have a Boston number, and then I have a New York number. The New York number is forty percent higher than the Boston number. <laughs> it's forty percent more expensive to live there. It's eighty percent more expensive than here to live there. I don't know if I can do it, man. I don't know. Oh, I can live in New York. Oh, I can live in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can live in New York. 100%. I've done it before. My dad lived there. My dad lived there for five, for four years. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. It's fun. It's a cool place to live. It really is. It's 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 not a place I'd want to live long term. Raising Maddie there would be definitely a problem. I'd have to definitely have to come a conversation about where I want to live. You'd have to live in Connecticut. Potentially. Not crazy. The no. irony of that would be <laughs> not. I know that because Ridgefield is where my aunt and uncle live, and they live on the same line that you would take living in Greenwich or living in other parts of Connecticut to get into New York City. It's the White Plains line, I think it's called. So you, so that's absolutely. It's an hour, hour train ride into the city into Grand Central, and then you take a cab to wherever you got to go. I like the palm trees. <laughs> I like a lot. I like the sun, although there's no sun today because of these wildfires and this nastiness in the air killing my eyes. I can't even go outside, but I like all of that. Um, and I like no snow, no that's snow, what, that's what I like. it's not snow. no jets talk. I mean, it, I, it, there's <laughs> a lot of pluses to not living in New York. I don't know what the yeah. number would be, but the irony is that you would say yes to New York to live in Connecticut. You ain't maybe, nah, oh. maybe Ro- I might live in Rochester. I don't know. I might live. I, I might live just outside. I might live in White Plains. I might live in. You live. You can live in New York and not live in the city. So it's possible. Dang. It's not. It's not great, but it's possible to do that. But you do pay the same taxes and whatnot. That's what people live in Connecticut because they. It's expensive, but it's less expensive than living in New York State. So. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, good luck. Speaking of New York, last night it was six nothing before the Mets. Sorry, before the Yankees were able to record an out. Yeah. If you're Brian Cashman today, and you know what's going on with your ball club, and you can't score, and now you can't get guys anybody anybody out, do you sell? Do you look to move that's, guys? That's a great discussion that they are having. One hundred percent. They were having going into the weekend, and now. What Tampa took two or three from Houston. Mm-hmm. Baltimore just keeps winning. They saw it right there in front of them. Yep. They got to start doing the math and going. I don't. I got a text last night from somebody back there who said the Stanton talks are open. Ship them to the who? Giants. Pay the money. They pay a majority of the money, but a right-handed bat. In the middle of that Giants lineup in San Francisco. Dave, he's batting 200. Batting average doesn't matter anymore, apparently. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's batting 200. He can't get a hit to save his life. I mean, right. I, the Giants would change the scenery and he goes back to being, you know, the Marlins version of Stanton. Oof. I'm just saying that somebody texted me and I said, ah, that's interesting. I mean, the, the fun of this week is the speculative trades. 
Right. You know, it's fun to get the alerts and see the trade was actually made. Like the Scherzer deal, I immediately thought of big business. I was like, man, Texas Ranger fans, they're going all in. This is great. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Baltimore is 64 and 41. The Yankees are nine games behind in the loss column. As we start August the 1st, if they lose tonight, they could be 10 games behind. They're only three games out of the wild card. They're okay. the Yankees. They're not I, selling. I don't yeah. think they are, but. I mean, they're I, three and a half. They start play today, three and a half games behind. Right. They st- three games in the loss column to Toronto and Houston, who are both 59 and 47. Red Sox are 56 and 49. If the goal is to win a championship, it's the same conversation with the Twins. You're going to make the playoffs. Is that what you're really looking to do? Because you're going to lose in the playoffs pretty quickly because you can't score. You can't hit. So if you know that going in. If you think you can make the playoffs in a three-game set, Mm -hmm. you can beat anybody in three games. Two out of three. Fair. So as an organization, if you don't think so, you sell. But – there's so many options. There's so many teams that are right there. The standings are really um, some hard decisions are, are having to be had mm-hmm. and, and having conversations be made. Like you, you have to have the conversations and go, okay, if we blow this up or just make one or two moves, how's, how's everybody react? We're still going for it. We couldn't pass this up. Like how do you sell trading Sonny Gray? Oh, you can't sell. You don't sell that. That's brutal. How do you sell that? You can't. But I mean, like, it's the same thing with the Yankees. How do you sell trading Mike Stanton? Like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you how do you sell to your team? Hey, by the way, the guy that we brought in as was supposed to be judge. I mean, the guy that was supposed to break the American League home run record in a Yankee uniform was Giancarlo Stanton, not right. Aaron Judge. You call so, him Giancarlo or Mike? I call him Mike just to be rude. JC from KC asked the question. Hi, JC from KC. Good series for the for Royals this past weekend, two or three. Um, they ain't trading him. What's the question? Contract. Is it Mike or Giancarlo? Oh, well, Mike is, he came up as Mike. Right. And then he flipped it to Giancarlo, but he was Mike with the Marlins and then became Giancarlo. So I call Giancarlo's him Mike. A, I mean, that is a Mac daddy name. <laughs> so I call him uh, Mike just to. That's yeah, a hell of a name. I love Giancarlo. That's just to say, when he's with the Yankees, he's, he's Mike. So I've always said he's Mike Stanton until, yeah. further, until further notice because he wanted us to call us that. And now he's telling us to call him something else. So I call him Mike when I'm wanting to be, you know, mean. But the Yankees are in a very tough spot because it's wild to see the Red Sox have these conversations about Alex Verdugo. And maybe they're going to move off of one of their pieces, one of the guys that they got from Mookie Betts. <laughs> you know, they may trade him to go get a pitcher because they need a frontline starter. Red Sox could trade for Sonny Gray with the Twins. Go get Sonny Gray. Give him Alex Verdugo. Ooh. Okay, that might be the, that's a big team chucked around. Help both teams. Mm-hmm. So help them with offense. Help the Red Sox with pitching. So but the irony of it was before when there was just the one wild card or whatever. You were, you're helping the team you're chasing, right? With their weakness, you're gaining your strength. It's a, you know, it's like the fantasy team. I need a running back. I know you need a wide receiver. Yeah. We trade, but we're still competing for that last playoff spot. But so, the Twins win the division. The Twins could end up playing the Red Sox. That's the difference. The Twins. Well, they could, but they could play. They could play the Red Sox. Yeah, but they can get in by winning the division. The right. Red Sox aren't winning the division. No. 
So yes, right. So it's worry about that down the line, right? Get yeah. there and then worry about the matchups later. But it'll be very interesting because the Angels decide to keep Otani and now they're 100% going for everything. They're giving up massive pieces. They just gave up the number Whoa. eight and number 28 prospect in yes. an organization. They're yes. bringing in guys like CJ Cron, who are free agents at the end of the year. They yes. got Lu Lucas Giolito. They threw him right to the fire. They acquired him on Thursday. He pitched on Friday. Right. They got Lopez to come in and help the bullpen out. Mm -hmm. What happens if this doesn't work out? What happens if this doesn't go the way that they want? Then what? They can what say is the we way they want. They they make the playoffs. What happens if they what happens if they make the playoffs and get swept? Two games, bye bye, real quick. One two, goodbye. Um, is making the playoffs enough? Is is giving Mike Trout a chance to play in a, in, a, in his third playoff series? I think it's so different now. And, and Santana just came in a chat and said it, it. Who was at the Padre game yesterday, by the way, he's always nice. with San Diego coming back. Um, if you get in it, it is successful. Now, if, if you get swept, you lose two games mm -hmm. the first weekend. Mm -hmm. It's forgotten about pretty quickly. I mean, it's so fast. You play 162 to play best of three, and then you're done. So is that not a success if you make the playoffs and lose two games? Yeah. I mean, getting there is getting there, but is getting there enough to keep Otani? How about trying to get there the way they're trying to get there? They're giving He's, up their future, trying to get there now. Which he sees as well. Going, so, okay, this what are you doing? you know, listen, <laughs> we're going to keep doing this as long as you're here. We're going to keep doing this as long as we are in a position to do so. We are going to keep adding pieces and try to get you the championship. Mm. That's what I think it says. I, I think look, I'm a major market guy. Field. I'm a major market guy. I, I don't care about prospects. I want to win. I want to I want to. I mean, I think you draft and develop your prospects to trade them. That's been the, the Yankees, Red Sox. Big market philosophy, Dodgers for years. Right. Let somebody else develop it. You know, go to the Pirates. Sorry. Annoying. You, <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. You could have said the Reds. No, go to the Pirates. Could have said anybody else. Let somebody else develop the them. Let, let, let somebody else get them. And then when it hit their free agency years, you go ahead and sign them. Now, Moneyball changed all that, right? Moneyball made that not cool. So then right. teams had to find the hybrid version of doing this, which is basically a mix now of your young talent coming up and your big ticket free agents. So I'm okay with this. I'm okay with saying, I don't worry about tomorrow. I'm worrying about this now, today, right now. We got to go for this right now. We have not seen the Angels do this before. Right. So it's a change of course. It's a way of showing Otani they're serious and saying, if you stay here, we're going to try our hardest to win a championship with you and Mike Trout, which there are two. If you Google right now, Otani trade, the, the top two stories, it's amazing. First story headline is something along the lines of the angels were too big of babies choked on the ability to trade Otani. And the second story is the angels did exactly what they're supposed to do, keeping Otani and building around him. So there's two very different reactions to what the angels are doing. I want him off the team, but I will say this. I do applaud the idea of if you can, you try and they could. And so they're trying. 
Right. And, and then you can look your team and look your fan base in the, in the eye and say, we did everything in our power to try to win. Now, if I am Mike Trout, I go, where was this the last three years? What, what now? They tried preseason with Trout these three years and it didn't work because they lost by the time they got to the all-star break. They weren't really in a position to actually try to bring more in. Right. Because one, he was hurt, didn't help. Two, the guys they brought in, hurt, didn't help. And the pitching they tried, missed. Yeah. Otani's changing all that. I'm good. I, listen, the people in the chat want to, what they just want to know why you can't be happy for the Angels and their fans. And like, like, what, 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 why are you, why do you not like the Angels? Oh, let's go right to the story. Well, the reason why here on our Tani watch is that <laughs> teams don't believe that he's actually going to <laughs> stay. The Cubs are already lining up. We will be players. We will be there. The Cubs are already making it known that when Shohei hits free agency, we will be involved. We that's are coming. What does that say? That's crap. It's, <laughs> it's like, crap. Why is that crap? They're letting it Cubs. be known the Cubs are going to be involved, already lining up to sign Otani this offseason. So no one's buying this idea that Otani is sticking around in, in L.A., even if they do make a run, even if they do make these changes. Again, my anger to the Angels comes from the way they have conducted their business all the way up to this week. So, okay, this week, they're finally behaving like a baseball team that wants to win. Where was this the previous three years, four years, when Mike Trout was trying to win? All right. What's, you weren't, what's their record today, right now? Look at the standings. Okay. What, what about the Angels it? Record? They right. are uh, 55 and 51, four games behind Toronto and Houston. Four games over 500. Correct. <clears throat> 106 games in. Uh-huh. Go back and look at the last three years at this time, 106 games in. They weren't 500. Okay, but whose fault is that? Stuff happens. Stuff happens. They didn't give enough help. They didn't build the team properly. They didn't. They're basically fifty-five and fifty-one because of Shohei Otani. I saw this. Uh, His war is, is insanity. His wins are buff replacement. Never seen it before. We've never Which seen it before. I, it's because of Otani. I, I saw the chart. I was like, "Ooh." This guy really is the best team. player, and it's not close. He's the team. If you're measured it like yeah. that. He's the team. He's the re- They're over 500 because of what Otani has done on the mound and what he's done on the plate. That's has why. Otani, the, I mean, they, he's aware that like April in Chicago's cold. It's, oh, it's, it's he's not going nice. to go there. And this, oh. this is a this is like wanting to date a supermodel when you're a guy, you know, you're a bartender. This is just you, you want to go ahead and have the conversation. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot of bartenders that could pull supermodels. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, the Cubs have pulled some supermodels at the time. I mean, look at the, the, the Cubs. Cubs have done that before. They're right there. The Cubs are right there. Yeah, but there's some problems. You're still a bartender. So Otani says it's cold there. <laughs> I don't want to play there. <laughs> there's issues. You got some baggage. Chicago's got some baggage, mm. but they're going to be involved. They're claiming, hey, we're throwing up our, our, our hands here that we want to be in. Yankees, Mets are going to be in. Dodgers, Angels are going to be in. Giants are going to be in. Seattle and Boston, you would assume, would be in. 
and then we'll see. Maybe Pittsburgh will be in. Maybe. Philadelphia is over, but maybe. And then <laughs> if there's a opportunity for Otani to go play for a marquee franchise, if the Angels go and win it all this year, Otani stays. But outside of that, I think he leaves. That's the bottom. For, for me, the bar is championship. They, they, they hoist the trophy. They're there at the end. Yeah, he stays. Otherwise, I think he's gone. I don't know. I, I, I can't go that far yet because saw the moment in the World Baseball Classic. Mm. Like big, big moment. Him versus Trout, all that stuff. Like you saw what he did in those big games in front of a lot of people. Meaningful games is all you want to be a part of when you're playing. If he gets the meaningful games, like if they win the first playoff series, if they get in one is huge. Two, they can somehow win the three-game series and get to the five-game series. Mm. The world's going to stop in October every time he's up. Every yep. time he pitches, yep. it's going to be monumental. And we didn't even mention, if he keeps hitting home runs, this home run chase in September, well, it's, not a, it's a worldwide event. It is, but he's behind the pace always. Yeah, he got that that back thing, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's, back, he's, thing, but. he's behind the pace. He's got to pick. He he could have a big August. He has a big August. He'd be right back there. But remember, Trout went bonkers in August, and then September he was, you know, it was the judge. countdown. Sorry, Judge. Sorry, yeah, Judge went crazy in September or yeah. August rather, and then was in September was more of a countdown. We all started watching it. Will he get there? Will he get there? We started September with like he's gonna do it. He's gonna get there. Look how many games he has left, and he doesn't hit that many home runs. And it was hard. He went about a week before he finally broke it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, he was bringing his mom around right. all the games. A tour, and right. They didn't get the right baseballs to the right place at the right time, I guess, and all that <laughs> right. other stuff. And then finally it happened. Yeah. But, yeah, this would be. So, the August, to watch the August for Otani. But, I'm, I'm again, I none of these trades for Giolito or other role players that they have made so far has changed my opinion that on September the 1st, when we are sitting here one month from today, or tomorrow, the Angels will be eight games out of a playoff spot. It's rude. Just rude. Be, they will be eight. They will be double what they are today. They're going to get housed in August. We shall see. Yep. That's why you play the games because it's just a prediction. Is, but right. that is that is my prediction for the Angels on the 1st of September. There will be eight games out in the world. I'm predicting it right now. The baseball world will be writing articles like the Angels blew their chance to get something for Otani. Maybe they know he's going to stay on the inside. Maybe he's telling them, don't worry about it. I'm staying now. Then why wouldn't he sign a contract now? We well, asked to get the what's, market what's right the up. Benefit? What's the benefit? Oh, oh, to drive it up. Right. So if, <laughs> hey, I'm staying if your price is right. <laughs> if you were staying, you'd take a hometown discount. You say, here's my number. Oh, here's no, I, no, no. Here's what I, I want. Hometown discount. Wow. I know. He's so tardy. Then if no one doesn't take the hometown discount going to the open market. This is why Scott Boris takes all of his clients to the open market. Right. When you go to the open market, you leave way more often than you stay. So you're opening yourself up. That means you're interested in your shopping, right? You know? It's like going to a bar without your wedding ring on. Okay. You're interested. You're, you're open for business, regardless of where you're tied down to at the moment. Everyone in the chat. 
whether you want to talk baseball or not, we'll ask the question, are the Angels making the playoffs yes or no? No. P-Roll says no. I say no. But I, I will I say yes to – I don't think so either, but I, I, I want them to. But I say no as well. What do you guys think? I will say yes to Bud Crawford, who was absolutely masterful this week. Whew. You want to talk about a virtuoso performance to go to 40 and 0. Earl Spence Jr. from the second round on, the fight lasted all the way into the ninth round. Outclassed, outmaneuvered, outperformed. And somehow the guy exercises the re- the rematch clause after getting his, his face beaten so red that he, he looked like he had war paint on after the yeah. fight. I mean, he got tuned up yeah. by Bud Crawford. And one of my boxing guys here in town did a bebop, bebop boxing on, on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you want to go watch an amazing breakdown of what he, he showed, what Crawford did to Spence. The jab was, was Spence's best weapon. And from the very first round, the jab was taken away masterfully by Crawford. And he countered every single time. <laughs> He caught multiple jabs, either with two hands or one hand. Every time Crawford would come back and smack him with a hard jab right over the top. Knocked him down in the second round with it because Spence couldn't believe what was going on. Three knockdowns. The guy had never been knocked down in his career. 28-0. He held three belts going into that fight. Three of them. He had never touched the canvas and he hit it three separate times. And it was about to be a fourth time if the if the referee didn't, Ref didn't jump stop in. It. Yep. What a performance. So and we had so much fun talking about it all week. You know, we had Al Bernstein on on Tuesday. If you guys didn't see it, go back and watch Al Friday. We had Eric Raskin from Showtime Boxing Podcast. He came on and we got to talk, we'll get to it in a second, but what Z did with that fight oh breakdown Oof, on Friday was perfect. Um, but it was exciting. It was exciting to lead up to the fight and then, you know, getting ready. And then he walks in Eminem. Oh, him. I mean, are you serious? <laughs> and he looked so much all business. And I was like, whoo. So was 150 where I was looking and I played it. And I was with our friend TK uh, over at his house watching the fight. It starts, and in the second round when he knocked him down, he said he's not hitting him tonight, just like that. He goes, he's not hitting him tonight, meaning Spence wasn't hitting Crawford tonight. And we started really watching it. Every time he turned his face into, like, raw meat, he just kept – every time Spence would even think about getting close, it was right hand in your face, like, wow, that stings. And he just kept coming. Crawford looked composed. He looked like he looked like a champion every second in a corner in between rounds. Focused. I, that's the first fight I've watched of his in full. Mm. I came away so impressed. Mm. I came away so. That's the next best guy, supposed equal in that division. He made him look like I was hitting Kendall or you were hitting uh, Maddie, like, you know, play boxing. Like, you can't hit me. I got a lot. It was awesome to see. 
Go watch the pre-fight interview with Jim Gray, if you missed it, from inside the locker room. So Crawford wraps his own hands. It's one of the interesting little, you know, differences with this guy. He wraps his own hands before fights. And Jim Gray is, it's dead silent. And Jim Gray is like, why is it so, so quiet in here? He goes, I've been waiting my whole life for this fight. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. He said, I've been waiting, I've been waiting my whole life for tonight. He said, everything I've done, all the work, everything I've put into my boxing career has been leading up to tonight. I was like, he's going to, sorry, Will, he's going to beat the shit out of him tonight. This is going to be unbelievable. Like I, that Bud Crawford, that Terrence Crawford at 35 years of age with a chance to shut everyone up. See, the thing that people don't realize, that was the first time you watched his fight and that was the first time you watched his full fight. Crawford's been called so many things by the boxing public. They've been angry with him for years for not talking. He doesn't give interviews. He doesn't do endorsements. He doesn't do the things like Floyd. He would be Floyd if he had Floyd's personality. Floyd had pretty boy and then Floyd had money. He had two different personas. One was the good guy. The other was the heel. He had the media eating out of the palm of his hands. Thus, everyone wanted to be around him. He was unbelievable. He's the unified welterweight champion now. And people are just now really figuring this out there. He's 40 and oh, he's 35 years old. He can get to 50 if he wants. Has he ever been in danger? Uh, Yeah, he's yeah. He's had fights where he's been caught. Yes. But that was a fight that he had. That was the vintage best. The pinnacle. He hit. He hit perfection. That was a perfect game. That's the baseball version of a, yeah. of a perfect game. That's yeah. what he had last night. Yeah. Everything worked. Every single tactic. He came out of that. His face looked nothing. Like he barely got touched. He fought for nine rounds. Spence barely you know, made him swell. It was unreal how one-sided that fight was. And now we're going to do it again. Look, I get it. It's well, the it's only a ha- one. I mean, one, it's a hard sell. But two, I mean, Spence, it's a big payday. And That's what I mean. Three, yeah, it's a money day. Yes. Well, but also, listen, Spence was working for that night his whole life, too, and it went as bad as it could have. He kept coming. I give him credit. He he was trying. He was taking shots. He just couldn't get close to him. It looked like, I mean, you you make the Kendall you analogy, but it's not crazy. I mean, it looked like a senior fighting a freshman. Right. It looked like like he was taking his his, lunch money and putting him in a locker. Like it, it didn't look like they were on the same level. It didn't look like they were in the same sport. No. It was just such a lopsided one way decision, oh. but the, it was such a virtue also to performance though. Cause you're watching it going, this is unbelievable. Spence yeah. can't, he want, that's his whole thing. He comes forward and he couldn't go forward because the jab to get in, he had to get inside. Crawford wouldn't let him. The angles <laughs> Every he, time would he tried to do it. He took that glove right in the yeah. face, right in the eye. Yeah. And he moved and he was able to just, I mean, as a boxing fan, if you haven't watched that fight, if you like unbelievable footwork and you like just incredible hand speed Crawford, I think that really stunned Spence as how quick the hands of Crawford was. He wasn't ready for just the pot shots and then the power shots and he could not get that jab flowing. And it was just, I was so happy for him. I was so happy for the people who were from Omaha, who were in town. So many people that 
you know, I, I knew people who I know in the betting world in, from Omaha and people were just ecstatic about what was going on. And not everybody from Omaha thought they thought like me over in a decision. That's what I bet. I bet over in a decision. I, I thought that fight was going to be, I knew Bud was going to hurt him, but I didn't think Spence was going to get stopped. He had oh. never been knocked down before. Again, right. to reiterate, he had never been knocked down before in his entire 28-fight yeah. professional career. <laughs> he never got in a ring with Terrence Bud Crawford. I mean, there's just <laughs> there's no there's no other thing to say. I kept waiting for after having Al on and having having uh, Eric on. I kept waiting for this body shot. I was like, right. you know, because right, you know, it was like. Wait a second. He's a body guy. He's got these devastating body punches. We listen to people talk. So I'm waiting for it. And after the second, third round, he don't have to hit him in a body because he can't block that constant right hand. The percentages they were talking about him hitting with consistently were amazing. 52% power shots. None of it made any sense, but it was incredible. It was fun to watch, man. I mean, again, I still say it that fight week thing here is real in Vegas and boxing big fights still do it for me. They still get me in a place where I love, because I think about all them past ones when I was a kid, when I feel like we saw big fights all the time, you know, kind of like we do in the UFC, like there's the UFC continues to somehow answer the bell every month. There's another big event. Yeah. We'll get to it in a second. Let me ask you as a book perspective though. So that fight's going to happen again. Crawford closed at minus 150 money line. Yeah. What do you make it for the second fight? Oh, it'll be higher to start. Oh, obviously. It has to be. Yeah, money, it'll be higher money, to start. Money, money. It's going to be th- money, double, doesn't it? No, 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 no. No, because there no. was a lot of support for – there was a lot of support for Spence. Spence in the betting market. Again, the betting market is different than the actual results. Right. <laughs> so can't make it too high. But, I mean, I would argue, what did I see that – how much does Spence have to change what he does to make it a competitive fight? I feel like he's got a scrap at all. He couldn't hit him. So, you know. Can I play conspiracy theorist? Oh, he's going to win and there's going to be a third fight? Because it's the only money fight for each guy. There's no one else that would come up to try to, no? No. I mean, there's. The Charlo brothers are out there. There's Canelo who's out there, but the weight classes don't make any sense. Uh, it, you know, Lomachenko doesn't, isn't big enough. You know, Timo Lopez could come up, I guess, but like, that's the problem. Like I, I, I watched Crawford do what he did. And then I was watching it on Twitter. He exercised Spence did the claws that night. He said, I'm exercising. Before the- he could get out of there. Yeah. He, he said, I'm, ex- I'm exercising the claws. We're doing this again. Yeah. And I went, man, because if Crawford does it again, the big money fight is the third fight. The big, big monster Vegas McGregor Mayweather, Pacquiao Mayweather well, stop no, the now Vegas. We go strip. to Omaha. We go, we go get a home game. We do we do the fight in Omaha, though. Doubtful. We? It'll be here. Oh. Okay. It'll be here. It's showtime. It'll be, I'll be stunned if it's not here. It's it's perfect. There's, I mean, they're gonna get the I mean, biggest they can purse. sell out the stadium in Nebraska. Do it outside? Who knows? Do it in Lincoln? No, we won't do it in Lincoln. They won't do it outside. That one, no. Because when? When are you doing it? July? You've got to wait a year to do it? They, I, I think they'll wind up doing it probably next spring. Maybe next Cinco de Mayo, if they want to take over that weekend and steal it from Canelo. 
I think they'll do it next spring here in Vegas is when they'll do it. And then if he loses, then we'll do it again. Crawford loses, then we'll do it again. Probably, you know, in the following, I don't know, maybe in September, who knows how it depends how the fight goes. If you bet Spencer, the first one, good luck. If you bet him in the second one, I, that's, I can't wait to see it because I, 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 I'm way more hesitant to bet the second time around than I am the first time around. Right. Cause I right. knew what I, I Crawford was going to win that fight. I, I just, I did figure out how, and I was like, man, I can't see Spence getting stopped. And he did. He got embarrassed. So, so did right. they each have a fight between that next no, fight? I don't think so. Bud's 35. I don't think so. I think Bud will try to get so rid of this. fight again for nine months. You're going to wait nine months. Well, you have to wait a couple of months medically. So it's going to be a while. That's so fine. But like, you know. I maybe November. You probably you could do it in November, I guess. You want to do it again? You do it in November. Wow. But it's I mean, you know. could you could fight three times in like 18 months. You could do that technically, but I don't know. I don't know how it goes differently for Spence. Like I have no idea. After watching the way that Bud performed, uh, if you if he's even 85% of that in the second fight, wow. he's not he's not losing that fight. And then right. you mentioned you mentioned the UFC. Good job. Tip of the cap, applaud our guy Z, who came on on Friday and oh, gave us an easy, an easy W for that $5,000 winner that he had on the first fight of the prelims and Jake Matthews stopping the fight inside the distance. He also had a play on him submission in the second round that also hit for Z. So he had a hell of a night. Which was plus 950. Yes. Put that parlay together. He saw him fan doing, follow him on Twitter. That was a good, yeah, that was a good hit. I mean, What'd you think of the event? Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. How do they keep doing it? It's just what I told you. When they go to places like Salt Lake City, that card, when they go to certain markets that they want to make sure they, they give it, they do it in New York, they did it in Salt Lake because people, it's sold out. You know, these places, these, these fight fans are so crazy for the UFC in that part of the country. Right. People were driving from Ute, from Montana, Idaho, like all in those northern states who love the UFC and Salt Lake is the closest they're ever going to get the UFC to come up there. They all went down. So what did they give them? One, they gave them amazing prelims, really good fights in the prelim in the prelims. You had, I mean, just moments that made you fall down and laughing. A heavyweight threw a flying knee and knocked a guy out. The Black Beast like hurt. I mean, I had him at plus one eighty. Oh. I, that, that was my best bet of the weekend was I was like, how is Derek Lewis? How in the heck is he on the prelims? And he was until the wonder boy fight got scratched. And then they moved him to the main card. And then he goes out there and does a flying knee and knocks the dude out. It was uh, right. 39, 33 seconds. I think it was that he got that W that was incredible. Then, I mean, I thought the co-main was interesting. I wasn't in love. Blankovich against Pereira. was Okay. You could argue whether who, who I thought Pereira did win the fight, but it wasn't like a lopsided you know, performance for Alex. It was decent, but I, I said it before. I'm like, Alex is going to win because Alex is going to fight for the belt next. And then if he wins the lightweight, the, the light heavyweight belt, they will, Izzy versus Pereira three happens, but it will happen at lightweight. It'll have a light heavyweight. It'll happen at, for the belt, for Pereira's belt, not for Izzy's belt at middleweight. Mm. And that's just because I think 
Izzy wants to fight him again, but Izzy doesn't like putting his own belt on the line for these things. Mm. So once he got the belt back, it's like, I'm not, I'm not giving that up again. But now the, at 205, we saw Izzy fight Blankovic. He lost to Blankovic at 205 when he fought for the belt. He'll go fight for it again to try to be the next champ champ in the in UFC. But Salt Lake City and head kicks are becoming synonymous, Dave. <laughs> we were together watching Leon Edwards head kick in the fifth round against Usman to win his belt. And now the BMF belt goes to Justin Gaethje as he on the other side, but he head kicks Dustin Poirier. That was, um, that was a perfectly delivered kick that I really, I I thought, uh, I I didn't think he was going to win that fight. I didn't coming in. I had Poirier the first round went exactly how I thought it was going to go really, really close. I bet the over in the fight. And I was like, I think that goes over. <laughs> it was going perfectly. And then I thought, oh my, when that happened, I was like, this is UFC. This is the difference between boxing and the UFC. Boxing is about a, it's rare that you watch a guy get knocked out. It happens, but it's rare that a guy gets cold cocked and just falls on his face. Right. In the UFC, one move. I mean, that was a really close first round. It was two to one for Poirier, according to the judges in, in, in round one. And then bam. The part of the fun of one, I mean, we do the show, but we talk literally every day, text nonstop. You're home watching a fight where you're watching it. I'm over at TK's house watching a fight and we're texting each other. What's that score? Well, who won that round? Cause I don't know. Right. And we were going back and forth about round one mm. and you're like, could have gone either way. This and then it was like, oh, but don't matter. It. it was done so fast. I w- we went nuts watching it. We were with yeah. his kids and stuff, and watching it again in slow motion. I was like, oh my goodness! Like that blow is is delivered. Everything goes. His eyes roll back. He's Dark, laying. Yeah. Then he took that last. What do they call that? A hammer shot when you do hammer that? Fist. Yeah, hammer took fist. One, one hammer fist. It was unfortunate. Those are the blows that are really bad. Herb got in there, did like a hook slide. slide. <laughs> to get in there and was like, ah, stop. You know, but wow, that was yeah. what a way to close the night. Like that was a, another holy crap moment that the UFC delivers. I mean, it delivers. Yeah, it does. I mean, both pay-per-views I thought were worth the money. Both delivered, both came through. And that's all you really want as a fight fan. You want, did you get your money's worth? Yeah. And you did. I mean, I, I watched a couple of the prelim fights for the Crawford card. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't outstanding. Right. The prelims. And this is why the UFC is just so amazing is that they are just stacking fight after fight after fight. Every week, there's something interesting going on. It's like football in a lot of ways. Yet it's year round, and it's you know every Saturday night you're looking to see what the card's going to be. And the pay per views have been outstanding. Good. And there's a bunch still to come this year that are going to be really, really good. A bunch of really good cards in 2023 yet to come about. And we'll see if Conor McGregor is going to fight. Conor jumped in the middle of the conversation, bad mouthing Gaethje and gave me, you know, I'm the real BMF, blah, blah, blah. And then Michael Chandler really quickly just said, it's not hard, Conor, just pee in a cup and then we'll fight. Conor won't get into the protocols because there, and then Gaethje was asked, would you fight Conor McGregor ever? And he said, you know, blah, basically was like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, but I don't fight guys on steroids. <laughs> it was oh. like, Oh, 
All right. We're just saying the quiet part out loud. Okay. This is good. This is what we're talking about now. So I don't think, I mean, Connor is really desperate to be relevant in the UFC. It's, you know, the Chandler fight. I'm not so sure Connor beats Michael Chandler, but if they ever fight, and it looks like that fight's not happening in 2023, Connor needs six months in the protocol for you, for USADA, and he's not in the protocol. No so way. it's July, about to be August. This fight was supposed to happen for, you know, it's supposed to be the fight for the UFC Ultimate Fighter card. And those guys are supposed to fight at the top of the, the top of the fight. It's a headline fight. Two coaches fight. Right. <laughs> when will that happen? We don't know. There's a lot of card, a lot of undercard oh, guys are going wow. like, when are we gonna fight? So um I see Butchie's in here. I'm gonna ask him, what do you think does more handle UFC or a big boxing fight like UFC, that? UFC, not even a question. Well, overall, but like yeah. those fights like that, it was competitive, it was under two dollar favorite. Right. Ten and a half was a total. Right. Boxing event. Um, and I see JJ's in here too. JJ said, uh, UFC is so much better than boxing. I'll ask the chat. You guys are here. You've been here this long or almost an hour into the show. Uh, put your answer. What do you prefer? If you, yeah. if you're watching a combat sport right now, today, 2023, and there's no right answer to this. Like well, for there, me, there it's is. boxing. Is it if boxing you, or UFC? I'll say this. If you have TikTok on your phone and you have a TikTok account, you're going to say the UFC. Because they market to TikTokers? No, it's your it's your attention span. Oh. What do you? It's what do you like? If you like quick bang 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 bang, it's why the UFC has exploded. They don't make you wait for the payoff. You get it. You get it pretty quick. Even in a three round fight, it's only fifteen minutes. Yeah. So you get what you need. You move on. This fight sucks. Move to the next one. This fight's great. Keep it up. Knockout. Wow. Next one. What's up next? Oh my God. Again, another one. That's incredible. Next one. It's like swiping, right? It's like you watch a video, you watch a video, you swipe. Next video. Watch a video, watch a video, swipe. Swipe. What do you mean swipe? What do you like swiping? up? You know, up. Oh, I thought you meant swipe left. That too. Right but that, that, that too. I mean, that, 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 that can be your Tinder. I mean, it could be Tinder. And it, could oh. be, it could be same situation. Left, right, left, right. Same situation. It's UFC fits the modern sports fans attention span way better than boxing does. Everybody in here has put UFC. Yeah. They prefer UFC right now to boxing. Yeah. And that's, and that's why it is what it is. That's why it's valued the way it's valued and the way they structure it. The UFC guarantees that the best fighters will fight boxing. Look, Terrence Crawford had to leave top rank, had to wait for his contract to expire to get the Spence fight done because they couldn't show time. And top rank, who is on ESPN, couldn't get the money right. So that's, that's how the fight happened. Yeah. UFC doesn't have that problem. When you sign a contract to fight in the UFC, you're going to bet the best on best is going to happen. It's going to, you know, for a fact. Right. It's going to happen. Which is all we want. Yes. As sports fans, fight fans, people that bet, people that book bets, put the best on the best. This is going to be good. Like, and for them to be unable to do it, it just doesn't, it doesn't, uh, that's the one part like of that business that I just can't stand. I want to see the best guys fight the best other guys. Everyone does. And Dana White knows that. That's right. That's why boxing was vulnerable and boxing has too many cooks in the kitchen and boxing just has been, <laughs> you know, one star just came in and said one star Gorov had Jordan. 
we have to go from the awesomeness of this past Saturday to Paul Diaz this Saturday. <laughs> That's the Saturday. Yeah. Where is that fight card? Is that here? Vegas? Oh, we got enough going on in Vegas. I mean, seriously, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, where if you guys fight? know where to where the Paul fight is. Uh, oh, Jake Paul. He means the Jake Paul fight. Jake Paul fight. Oh, yeah. that Jake Paul is in Dallas. That's oh, Diaz Paul. Okay, Sorry, okay, I was okay. confused. That's in Dallas. Yeah, that's that's okay. this weekend. Nate, Nate Diaz again. I don't know. I'm morbidly curious about that fight. Uh, yes. Yeah, I am more. I mean, because I think it's actually, I don't think I have a lot of respect for Nate. And I don't think Nate would ever take a dive. I think Nate actually wants to fight. I think when you punch Nate in the face, whatever he said pre, whatever he thinks he was going to do going in is out the window. Instincts kick in. Minus 400, Peter Alt. I know. But that's because he's won every time in the betting market, like you mentioned. It's about the betting market, right? The people who have bet the dog the last three fights have all lost. So people are tired of losing betting against Jake Paul. Now they're going to start betting on Jake Paul. This is when Jake Paul might lose. Wow. The UFC fight is, is Sanhagen against, against Rob Font. That fight's in Nashville. That fight's a banger. San, Sanhagen, Rob Font took that. I think there was a different opponent that Rob Font had to step in. I forget who got hurt, who was supposed to be in that. It's a catchweight fight for that reason. But that fight's awesome. That The headline fight in Nashville this weekend's awesome. Rob Font's a, a Boston dude. I'll take your word for it. Sanhagen's a brawler. He's Sanhagen's fun, but Rob Font's a lot of fun too to have to have with that. So all right. For you people who have been whining about football, let's talk. Let's let's talk some football. You can text us at 702-570-8255. It's 702-570-8255. Brigade Proxy Service. We are set up. Westgate Super Contest. Circa Million. Circa Survivor. We are how many days? Eight days? Nine days away from Bet Bash here in town? The it eighth, starts right? on the 8th or so, the 9th or whatever. The, all the panels Tuesday. are on Friday. Yeah. So that's the that's the big day. Spike is going to interview Billy Walters. We're going to do that other panel about gambling Twitter. They're doing a. Are they calling it gambling Twitter or gambling X? What are they calling it? It's titled the panel's titled sports gambling Twitter. Why can't we all just get along? We killed. We I'm not killed Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> killing Twitter. We but, killed Twitter. So sports gambling, social media <laughs> with with. I guess. I don't know. On this. So 702-570-8255. That's the text line. Or you can email brigadeproxy at gmail.com at brigadeproxy on Twitter to make an appointment. Please contact us. I know things change. And you get to Vegas, it's sensory overload. And you could say you want to do it on a Thursday and instead you do it on a Friday. That's fine. That's fine. But we just need to know you're coming in so we can kind of plan things out because it's starting to get very busy. It's starting to get very um booked up right now it's getting to the point where i'm gonna get a room down there a lot of people are coming down a lot of people are letting us know what's going on so it's going to be one of the more Fun. interesting i'm not complaining no I love it's gonna be awesome i can't wait it. to meet you guys and have a part of yeah. it we just we just don't want to be you know if i'm one place and you're someplace else doing the same thing at the same time and then you say hey i'm here i told you i was going to be here we're like what do you mean <laughs> like uh hold on like we would have planned for this it may take 
us some juggling just FYI. It wouldn't so. be such a problem. Like if you said, well, we're meeting Friday at Tuscany and then all of a sudden you were at the D or, or something yeah. like getting around would normally not be a problem if it wasn't for, <sighs> sorry, Will, all this fucking traffic <laughs> that's here. It's getting worse. Yes. It ain't getting better. It's so, yes, the the, the, the text line right there, 702-570-8255. Please just shoot us a text. Say, hey, coming to town, these dates, let's get it together. Heard from Rosenberg this morning. Oh, I'll, I'll be there 17 through 20. You know, we'll we'll set a nice. time aside. I said, nice. I said, yes, we will. That's Westgate. And I live here. So anytime, yes. Yeah, that's the Super Contest weekend, right? That's that weekend? Yes, that's that's, that weekend, yes. That's the Westgate. Yeah, so basically it goes, this weekend's nothing, then Bet Bash weekend, then Super Contest weekend, then Circa Million weekend. That's August. That's August. (laughs) That's August. And then Labor Day. Week zero and Labor Day, which is- Pretty chaotic and crazy here. Which as a, might as a, also entail something else that we're going to announce if we do. Yeah, we'll figure see that, that out. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm betting 150 on the no on that at the moment, but <laughs> given, <laughs> given how we've been, where where we are with those conversations, I'm going to bet the no on that, but that's just my personal opinion. Aaron Rodgers is deciding to, I don't know what, clap back. Clap back. At Sean Payton. Rodgers told the NFL I think it's way out of line, inappropriate, and I think he needs to keep my coach's names out of his mouth. This is in reaction to an interview with USA Today that Peyton gave calling the 15-game, we want to call it a tenure, of Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Why? Are you are you here for Rogers going back and defending his boys? Um, listen, I'm all for um, guys having their guys back. All for it. I can't believe Peyton said it out loud. I don't. There's no need to say what he said. But like Carver brought it up in a, in a good point of view when we were doing the Carver and Lisey show. He said, we ask these guys questions, hoping they say something. Yes. Guy finally said something. Why are we mad? And now they're trying to bury him. Agreed. Why are we mad about it? I, I love that Sean Payton said it. I think it's right. great. I think Sean Payton said it for his team. I don't think, I, I think, the, I think what he was trying to do, if I would play like, you know, wannabe coach psychologist, I think he wanted to tell his team that, look at last year is gone and blame it on that guy. Don't blame Russ. Who is still here? Russ is still here. And there's right. there's guys in that locker room who aren't 100% sure that Russell Wilson's going to be the guy for that team. So I think Peyton did it to deflect it all onto Nathaniel Hackett, who is not a head coach, by the way, who is an offensive coordinator with the right. team. So they always say there's this like camaraderie and this brotherhood with the 32 head coaches. Yeah, Hackett's not a head coach anymore. He's out of that fraternity. He's an OC. So I think that's why Peyton took that shot. I don't think it had much to do with the Jets or even Hackett per se, but it's a way of telling his team, flush it, be done with it. Russell's our guy. He's going to be great. Right. That's that's 
that's a good that's a good path i think uh a good justification maybe for what he said rogers rogers is saying whatever he wants now rogers has, has gained an amount of freedom talking to pat every week for a couple of years now where he just says whatever he wants yeah. and i don't even have a problem with that like no that's what we want it's just the downfall from doing it, going to the Jets, taking the pay cut that you would never really take in Green Bay, all this other stuff, right? It's going to be a gigantic kapoosh if it don't work. Well, today on ProFootballTalk.com, you can read a sit-down interview that Peter King did with Aaron Rodgers over the weekend. Oh, and okay. the question was, you know that the darkness retreat was an object of gigantic diversion, uh, diversion and people made fun of it. What really happened in there? Rogers says, quote, listen, a lot of things that I've talked about that I've done, people don't understand. There's, I think there's, there's too many people who are judgmental without being curious. I think a lot of these people who have derogatory things to say about it actually are the ones who might benefit the most from some of the things that I've done. I think for me, I feel at my best when I'm open and being vulnerable about things and working on things that I'm experiencing. It was a great time of contemplation for me to turn off. I don't think in our, in most of our lives, we don't get away from our phone for a few hours, even on vacations. I needed a getaway to really contemplate my life as it was. Dream about my life post-football. Mm. Dream about my life still playing football and then come to a better sense of what I wanted to do. I want to go do that so bad. It's a very interesting thought it, but it's being reacted to a couple different ways. One, he keeps on saying this is a multi-year deal. This is not one year. This is a multi-year deal. I want to do this. He took the money cut, but his contract next year is a hundred million dollars. Like he, he's, he left a lot of money on the table. He backloaded it to go this year. So Next year, if he comes back, they got to rip the whole thing up and redo it. But he sounds like he's a guy who's be, who'd be willing to do that. But he also understands at 39 years of age, he's trying to adopt the Tom Brady flexibility, pliability, no sweets, no sugar lifestyle, trying to keep himself in the game. If he's really committed to it and he really can do it, he could play till he's 41, 42 years of age. This might be a couple of years with the Jets. Or he might get killed in year one because the Jets <laughs> offensive line can't protect him and he's done with football and he walks away. It's on the table. Walking away is on the table for him from here on out. It's it on, the, on table. the table for real. I thought last yeah, year. It is. Right. I agree. It's because if he didn't leave, he was done. Yeah. So. Ah. Uh, all right, I'll admit it. I'm going to watch Hard Knocks. I'm in. Oh hell yeah! I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I started I'm watching. Hundred percent. I gave in to the to quarterback. I started it. I didn't, I didn't finish watching it yet, but I started it. It's God, good. I mean, Patrick Mahomes' wife is so annoying. I mean, that's, oh my that's, God, she's so annoying. <laughs> she's just so annoying. It's just, it's so hard. It's like whenever, whenever Mahomes is on there, I'm like, oh my God, because now I get it. He started dating her. She was a year ahead of him in high school. She was a junior. He was a sophomore. I get it now. Now I understand it. Now I'm like, okay, 
that makes more sense to me more than anything else. You've always been with her. Right. That that, that makes more sense because she is a eh. she drives the bus, man. He just is a passenger. <laughs> like it's just he's just playing football and she's doing everything, telling him where to go, stand there. I want a picture here. Get this. Connie, come here. Woof. And they got two girls, right? Uh, well, she was pregnant. I'm, I'm guessing she delivered the second one. Yeah. And, and with the show, they had one and she was pregnant with the second one. Pretty sure they got two girls. Yeah. So it makes sense. I'd have two now. A lot of estrogen over there too. Woof. Patrick be <laughs> at the facility watching a lot of film. People ask me, why do I always go meet a guy about a thing at the book? You know damn well why sometimes. <laughs> Gotta get the hell out of this ocean of estrogen a little bit. Again, if you're watching a show, I'll tell Sorry. your mother. Yeah. <laughs> but I am I'm go- I always watch hard knocks, but I would definitely be watching this version of hard knocks. I'm in. Oh yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Hundred percent. I'm in. Are you in on buying an Arch Manning? card before he takes a single snap at Texas. A hundred thousand dollars. No. You're a card guy. Goodbye. I no. I don't understand what's going on in this business right now. All right. Darren Ravel, our friend of the show, he's been yep. on and he went there. He was in Chicago. Some other people we know were in Chicago. Um I read Darren's article today. He wrote an article about the 10 things that he learned at this convention. Okay. Some good, some not so good. Um, packed. Interest level was, they set an attendance record for this thing. Wow. In Chicago. The value of these, this whether you could take this as good or bad, there's so much speculation being done now. And, you know, I don't think it's exciting to watch someone open up a pack of cards. No. I never did. <laughs> never. No. And I never will. Agreed. I don't know who needs to hear that. It ain't for me. No. All right. And it, maybe it ain't for people a little bit older. People keep telling me that people go on sites or Twitch or all. They do. You- no. I mean, Madeline watches unboxing videos of toys all the time all the time look up right. cookie swirl c on youtube i i, I already we went Eight, through that nine that ten one. million views of video they're fixing the algorithm they're they're doing something so. there can't be that there many is. people watching it it is it's global i i i don't global I just, watching I don't this woman all it is is her hands not her face, uh, and it's just her hands as she's opening up these things just to see what it could be. What'd she get? Oh my God, she got that. Wow, that's incredible. So I get the idea that there are people out there that want to watch unboxing. I do. I'm not one of them, but I, I but there are people. $100,000 for a card? 103000 for an autographed Arch Manning card. It's the highest selling card through the company's website ever, beating out a Luka Doncic, one of, a, a one, of one card that sold for $100,000. Luca, if he keeps going, is going to wind up in the Hall of Fame. Arch Manning may not even start for Texas in his career. We don't know what Arch Manning is going to be. I yes, he's, yes, it's Peyton. Yes, his dad. Yes, the Manning name, his grandfather. I understand all that, right? The pedigree. He's going to Texas. $103,000, bro. 
kid hasn't taken a snap yet. I don't, I just, I saw it in a rundown. I was like, this, that's an easy answer. No, <laughs> it's not a good buy. No, I don't. I, good luck. Hey, it may, but like when we were kids, you bought a pack of cars, you just kept them and right. like you held them. Some years it's felt like, okay, this guy's getting good. That car, I remember where that's at. I got it in a plastic sleeve or something. You didn't buy speculative buys like this. This is like, I, I mean, know. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. If, if somebody had given you a LeBron James card, you wouldn't have bought it knowing what he was going to turn out to be? For $100,000? No, I'm just saying, would you have bought it? If someone said, hey, I've got a LeBron James card for sale, you'd be at least for interested. For 25 bucks? Yeah, you'd be, you'd I be had interested. It? You'd be interested to see what LeBron could turn into. Front cover of Sports Illustrated, the next coming of the greats. I mean, LeBron lived up to the hype. There are certain guys that you could speculate and go, man, if I had a LeBron rookie card now. Well, they were doing that, but the, the, the cards changed. There was scarcity to them. It made them more valuable. Right. And so now I guess, yes, an autographed Arch Manning card is scarce and, but like ridiculous, he hasn't done anything. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. buy it with take a snap in college first. Yeah. Can we at least see if the kid's any good? <laughs> like, can we at least see if the kid can I play in college? Forget the pros. Can he play in college? I, I, I don't get any of this. I don't, I don't get, I, again, you talked about it. You said it once. You like to buy experiences. Hmm. I love experiences. I haven't experienced Arch Manning yet. How can I get his card? Like, I want to see him do it or just know at least I got a shot, you know. But I, I don't know. When when I saw Mario Lemieux play for the first time, now I saw him. He is going to be great, and he's my guy. Uh, we were buying up Mario Lemieux rookies as much as we could. Michael Jordan played in college. He came out. There were no basketball cards. My dad brought them home and said, they got all these Fleer sets of basketball cards. You want them? I'm like, yeah. I was going through, and there was a Kareem, and there was a Magic, and there was a Bird. But that Jordan card, I was like, that's the one. That's There, there were so many because they didn't have cards. Between him and Barkley, yes. But there was there was experience with them. Arch Manning's experience by name only, right? As of right now, I mean, if you believe the recruiting services, he's a five-star quarterback, surefire it guy. If you had $100,000 laying around, would you buy it? Nope. No chance. Nope. It's not for me. That's no. all. There's some people that is. That's great. It's a gamble. No, I, buy. I mean, it's a bet. It's, it's an investment. It's a bet. It's, you know, but <laughs> no, because yes, it's unique, but I would need, again, I'd rather buy the Luca card. Than buy an Arch Manning card. I've seen Luca. I know what Luca is. Fair. I I just don't know if I mean like I don't even know if I would what. Um, do we know what Luca is? Yes, he's on the on the path to be a Hall of Famer if he keeps going. He is, but yeah, he's on the path. He's, he's got a long way to go, but he's on the path to be one of the all time greats. Man. Could play for another decade in the NBA. 
Beckett's. There it is. Oh, I just saw remember that. Oh my, there's a back. There's a throwback. The Beckett book that would tell you how much a card was worth. Jimmy Jack with four Ks. Just dang. Asked, what was the book called that told you the value of the sports cards? And before the question was finished, Addison jumped in there with Beckett's. Yes, yeah. I remember that yeah. the Beckett card. Gosh, that's crazy. You used to go to the end of a spa to buy that, to buy the Beckett magazine to find out what a card was worth. Yeah. Yes. Huh, that's cool. <laughs> that, that, that's that's very, very cool. All right. It is time to start 32 teams in 31 shows. Circus Sports is bringing this to you. This will accumulate with the Jets and the Bills on September the 11th. So we're going to go with 31 shows, 32 teams, because that game has two teams. That's when we'll end the run here for us. This is being brought to you by Circus Sports and the Circa Million. Get ready for more, ready for more millions guaranteed. So big, they had to bring and tru- back up the truck. The biggest pro football contest in Las Vegas is back for another year. It's fifth year, Circa Million and Circa Survivor with 14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere with two ways to win and no rake. Play the Circa Million Pro Football Contest with 6 million in total prizes, quarterly payouts, and 100% payback. Top prize is $1 million guaranteed. Pick a winner with Circa Survivor with our biggest prize yet, $8 million guaranteed. Select one team each week with no point spread. Bigger money than ever. Circa Million and Circa Survivor Pro Football Contests. Play today for your share of $14 million in guaranteed prizes. You won't want to miss out. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit circasports.com for more details. I. Let's Good get job in. with that graphic, sir. We're doing the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to go from pro football focuses preseason rankings from 32 all the way on up. All right. We're starting so with, we're starting with the worst going to the best. Correct. Starting with the worst, getting to the best. Arizona Cardinals are being Except predicted. We, we altered that by doing the last game on Monday night only because Correct. those two teams are playing. Correct. But so skip, in no skip those teams. manner of any misconception. Are the Jets? Do we have yes, the Jets yes. ranked one or, <laughs> or two, two on this show? Amen. <laughs> or anyone else that we're using? I don't want anyone to start taking shots. Thank you. Because <laughs> everybody wants to take shots. Right. There is no sorry, Will, fucking way the Jets are at the top of the list. Fair. Go. The Cardinals are being projected for four and a half wins. Here is their schedule really quickly on this. Okay. This all is right. not a good season, a good schedule for them at all. No. Let's just start at the top. They're on the road at Washington. Home for New, home for New York. Mm-mm. Home for Dallas. Be very surprising if they win that game. At San Francisco. Nope. Home for Cincinnati. Is Joe B okay? Even without him. Even without him. Okay. Since he, since he wins the game, one and four looking like so far. One and maybe at the Rams. Two. At the Rams, the Rams are going to be bad too. No. Yep. They never beat the Rams. They don't at Seattle. Nope. Home for Baltimore. Home for Baltimore. Weird things happen in the desert. Maybe them. I'm I'm wishful thinking, hoping Baltimore would lose that game, but I don't think so. At Cleveland. In November, <laughs> probably a no. Uh, home for Atlanta, they could win that game. Okay, there's two at Houston, maybe Houston. There's three. Okay, home for LA, 
No, they don't beat the Rams. We already did this. Yep. At Pittsburgh. In December? Yeah, no way. No. Bye week is late. This is not good to have a week 14 bye week for a team like this. Okay. Not good because we don't know when Kyler Murray will come back, if at all. At San Francisco. Or sorry, no. home, for, home for San Francisco. No, at Chicago. Bears fans. Would that be something if they came there and win that game? It's a maybe three, four, something. It's either three or four right now. At Philly. No. Home for Seattle. No. Three or four. Maybe five. If things fall perfectly right, things could go fly. Could fall five. I mean, that's an under. It's a bad team. It's a bad, bad team. They went four and 13 last year. No JJ Watt. They're losing. I mean, there's just so much pressure on them right now. There's so much attention on them just because no one believes that they're going to be any good. You know, this is a team that's got to figure out a lot offensively and defensively, right? You got a Kyler Murray led offense that, I mean, maybe he's going to be fully back, but I mean, the injuries to quarterbacks are scary. (laughs) We're going to do this every day for the rest of until football starts, right? Yep. When you come in the chat, you watch the show, you participate in the show. We ask you questions. I'll ask you guys this. I mean, not one person said boxing when we asked this last question. We'll ask this over four and a half or under four and a half wins for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll ask you guys this every day. One of the benefits of watching the show live, watching the show on YouTube, at symbol Boston versus the book. I don't think because we do shows, we do content with other people too. Mm-hmm. You're on Sports Grid mm-hmm. some nights right. co-hosting. I'm doing all these shows, talking on Sports Grid in addition to some other stuff. I haven't found one person, P. Rowe, not one yet, that said this is going over. That means it How goes does over? this go over? Does it go over? Does it? You'll say over? I'm just saying, if everyone is one way, I'm always inclined to go the other way. Under the JC from KC. Good job. He gets the show under the. They're going for the number one draft pick. That's what Blue Spader said. Good to see you here, sir. Under, under. People are putting it in like a Boston accent. Stop with the Boston stuff, guys. Seriously. Under. There's no. There's not one person that said over. And I don't. I mean, like, what? How does this go over? No Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, sorry, no JJ Watt, no DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray coming back. I, I think the read of them going after the first Tank for pick, Caleb. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's, but then you have to get someone who wants to take the contract for a quarterback who's really small. Oh, good pick, good good call, Raymaker, Raymaker Lou five one two. Well, going to be a good team to go against for Survivor. Fair. Until they bite Yikes. you. Until they bite you. <sighs> I mean, when does Murray come back fully healthy, looking like Kyler Murray? I mean, oh, that's the problem, right? Man. Got to predict when he's going to be back. That's the move. They're going to pick against them. If you guys come and, again, do the Survivor, sign up with the Brigade Proxy Service, BPS. Um, but man, that's going to be common. That's going to be a common thing. Is it not? They're in line to be the worst team in the NFL. 
period. They're right now, yes, they're projected. They're picked 32nd. I mean, they're picked behind the Texans, behind the Rams, behind the Colts. They're being projected, at least by PFF, they're being projected as the worst team in football. <laughs> they're projected place, the way they wrote this. Go down and watch a game. Yeah. Fortunately for the Cardinals, according to the 2024 Super Bowl odds written by PFF.com, they're currently projected to have the following draft picks next year in the first three rounds. The first pick, the second pick, the 33rd pick, 65th pick, and 66th pick. Wait, they'll have one and two? As of right now, depending on who who winds up because of the trades they've done, it depends on where they go, who they get. Has any team ever had both top two picks? No, no one's ever done that, have they? I don't think anyone's ever had that. Wouldn't that be something? We got two bits like a fantasy league wraparound draft where you get the double pick, but you get to do it yeah, first, it first and the second pick. They got it from. Um. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they 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 do have the they do have it. They're the first Holy two picks. Crap. Yeah, they get it. Uh, from from Houston because I didn't know that they got it from Houston. That's the Houston trade. So they got it for who did they get the second the 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 Texans first round pick for who? (laughs) Who knows? I wonder who. No, because that was the other way around. He went from Houston to Mm, Arizona. mm, 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 mm. But yes, as of right now, they are scheduled for the. They could get. How about this? The Cardinals could get. Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. One, two. We turned things around pretty quickly with that. Come hello. <laughs> I mean, that ain't bad. you get one of the best quarterback prospects to come out since Mahomes. And then you get the best whiteout prospects for a long time. With the dad pedigree and everything. Things Pretty might turn around. Good. So I think betting against going under four and a half wins, tanking for that scenario. It's a pretty rich incentive to go ahead and do that. Is it not? What do you call it? Tanking for two? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have that Cardinals for free. Tanking for the top two. Are they watching the show? I don't know. They might be. I don't know. You know who's not they watching are. the hit show? The like button. Hit the subscribe button, please. You know who's not watching the show? Who? Fox bet. No more. No more. Because <laughs> Fox bet's gone. Fox bet's now dead. Someone named Jessica Wellman. Yes, uh, she's phenomenal. She put in the she put in the tweet response under Alfonso. Put it. She said, yeah. uh, I guess there's no more winning Terry's money. Actually, it is. Actually, that's gonna continue. They held the rights to it. Really? Yeah, they held the rights to that, the trademark to that. Whose They've money held- is it? Because it was Fox bet. Yeah, it's they're holding. They got no money. Yeah, it's not going to be brought to you by Fox anymore. But they like the idea because it's a it's a data gathering scam. Oh, so yeah. it's just <laughs> it's, it's all it is. It's just a way of getting your email so they can sell it to somebody. So it's just what it is. Just true. I'm just telling you the truth. What it is. You said it. You're right. I don't have to even. I mean, there's nothing to add. You're absolutely right. So. Um, but that's that's why they well, that's why they keep it. That's why they're going to keep doing it because it had nothing to do with Fox and nothing to do with Terry Bradshaw and everything to do with your email address and compiling email addresses. It's so again, not that I have the crystal ball and 
Nostradamus and can tell you the future. But when this started, try to tell people, this ain't going to work. Why are they doing this? They're spending all this money. They got this platform that was caca. They said they were going to blast it out and do it and all this stuff. And then Flutter came in and made an arrangement. And they had two lanes, a FanDuel lane and a FoxBet lane. And they said, you know what? The left lane is is the FanDuel lane. We're going in that lane. That's the one we're pushing. Mm-hmm. What about the Fox? Just let them exist. They'll putter along in the right-hand lane. I don't know if they bought it to kill it, but they it's did. done. No, it's it a- was they wanted the data. They bought it to get the to get the list. And then if it by some weird way took off, fine. But it didn't. No. So anybody has a Foxbit account, you'll be incentivized to go get a FanDuel account if you don't already have one. Come on over. And then, I mean, that's going to happen over the next two years. This uh, is going to be the norm. We're going to see this you know, rinse and repeat for a lot of these books. Points bet is going away. Fox bet is going away. More will follow. It's the, uh, it's happening right now. Yeah, I mean, more will follow. Play up went away. We talked about it right. last week. Yep. A lot of the players are trying to get in or tried to get in. They're going, man, this business is tough. There's no there's no money in this. Or, or, or yeah. you know, McDonald's. They don't have the market access. McDonald's, Very difficult. McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and Chick-fil-A. That's what you're going to be left with. Chick and Sportsman. Yeah, they're in the conversation. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, every day there's another announcement of a restaurant chain coming here. I mean, last right. week it was Whataburger. Oh, that's right. Whataburger's coming here. Whataburger's By the way, coming. I will fight you Houston people. You think that thing is the best fast food hamburger. Wait, they, they really, do? Oh, my goodness. Do they ever? Yes. Yes. Whataburger? The way that people talk about In-N-Out in California, yeah. see other people, they talk about Whataburger in Houston. Really? Yeah, they think it's the best thing ever. They're wrong. It's going in the Waldorf Astoria. It's going in a very interesting place. <laughs> I, Why is it going in the Waldorf? Like, wait, I, what? Did you see? I my timeline was blowing up as we were getting ready for the show. Bo Jangles, right? Coming to Vegas. See, Keynes is going to crush that. So that's a problem. Keynes Keynes isn't going to let that. That's a turf war right there. I, I mean, there are people in the. Does- Chicken strips, is that what they do? Fried chicken. That's their whole thing. Oh, fried chicken, Bojangles. Oh, yeah. okay. They do New Orleans-style fried chicken. People in the South, Bojangles is their jam. Oh. If you if you like Waffle House, chances yeah. are you really like Bojangles a lot. That type of, like, you may eat breakfast at Waffle, Bur- at, at, at Waffle House and dinner at Bojangles. Jeez. Santana came in the chat to say uh, the Colts had the top two picks in the 1992 draft. Interesting. Who'd they take? Steve Entman and oh, Quentin Corriott. How'd that go? <laughs> well, Entman was right. the number one player one defensively. Corriott was the defensive linebacker. He got hurt. Entman got hurt, I believe. Didn't last long in the league. Yeah. So yeah. didn't go well. I think you pick a quarterback if you can. Got a draft. You got a draft pot. Yeah, Yeah, draft. Oh, Jangles is good. It is. I've had it. Yep. I've had Uh Canes too. Nothing beats Zaxby's. Zaxby's? I've never had Zaxby's. You bring Zaxby's to Vegas and I'm done. I'm in trouble. Really? 
So good. Zaxby's you rarely is, say that about stuff. Oh, like Zax, Zaxby's is so good. I ate there minimum one time a week living in the South. Zaxby's is phenomenal. Their dipping sauces on chicken fingers are, oh, baby. Wow. All in, all in on Zaxby's if Zaxby's winds up coming here. But Man, okay. I don't think if Bojangles is coming here, Zaxby's will not come here because now you have Kane's, Bojangles, and, uh, and everything's coming here. Don't yeah. may even matter. I mean, they're having soccer games here this week. That's we'll right. Talk about soccer game teams and BVB like was here. The BVB was here. <laughs> you see that? The BVB was here. I was like, wait, we're playing a game at Allegiant. I didn't know that. <laughs> Hold on. I just drew a blank. What's the BVB stand for? The them? No, the BVB soccer team. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just know the logo says soccer BVB. guy. Somebody in there put in the BVB. They're the Borussian dormant soccer team. Yeah, you got to be saying that wrong. B O R U S S I A D O R T U M U. Uh, sorry, M U N D. I forgot what the first two letters were. There were so many letters. I wasn't expecting. Bo Russia. So it's spelled right. Dormant. D Dort D O R T Mund M U N D Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund. That's how. Dortmund? That's what the soccer guys used to say. I remember just answering a phone for the soccer. Dortmund. Dortmund. Um, Russia Dortmund. Shady Iwa Beach Bum just came <laughs> in a chat and said, "What a burger is trash, and Texans love it." <laughs> they love it. I told you they absolutely love it. I think it's trash. I'm with him. I remember I was, I, I, when I moved to Houston, one of the first weeks I was there, one of the people were running out for lunch and like, do you want to go to lunch? I'm like, sure. They're like, have you tried Whataburger yet? And I'm like, what is Whataburger? Like, you have to try this place. This place is phenomenal. It's so good. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, when in Rome, let's, let's go. I went and had it and I was like, what is this? And they're like, isn't this awesome? It's like this is not good. <laughs> they got oh, they're no. not they were not happy. You with told my, them on the first time they took you out to lunch and it wasn't good. You didn't I just suck it up. I I just I I don't think I was like, it's okay. I mean, I was like, it's it's edible, like it's food, but I'm not going back. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm never going there again. Like I appreciate the opportunity. They're like, oh, you it's it's the same with whatever southern person. Anybody in the South, Texas included, if the, if you don't like the food that they offer to you, they always go, ah, you Northerners. This is all, all of a sudden, it's all pushed back into just being from this, from the North. And I'm like, but actually I'm kind of like, not like I've lived all over the place now. And like, when I was in Texas, like, I was like, I've lived in the Midwest and the South and the North. Like I've lived a lot of different places. Like, this is not good. <laughs> like, like, Not good is not good. Like I can just tell you, this is not good. I've had much better fast food than this. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, like there's. On like the first four. time you told him? Yeah, that's how I am. You know, I tell you the truth. You ask me, you know, ask me a straight question. It's fair. Maybe. I mean, that's where we're from. I mean, you, it's all you, true. You ask, most don't of ask. The time. Yeah, don't, don't ask me. That's, that's you like that's, it. I like, eh? That's that's, fine. I tell yeah. the kids that all the time. If you ask a question, just be prepared for the, the answer. answer. You're going to get it. Yeah. No matter what you want to hear or how you want to hear it, you ask the question, you're going to get an answer. Remind me of time though, like I was in Curacao and they said you got to try this food, Dave. And they made the local food. Okay. And I forget what it was, some sort of meat. And they brought it over on a plate. We had a break in between half times and stuff. Said, here, Dave, try this. And my brother-in-law Smoke was sitting next to me at the time. And he goes, Are you gonna eat it? I said, Yeah, they gave us the food. 
He said, you're not going to like it. I said, how do you know? He said, I tried it. I'm not eating anymore. <laughs> so I took a bite of this. And you're like, Ugh. and the girls in the office were watching me like, what do you think? I'm like, it's all, it's all right. Let me finish it. <laughs> and I wanted to throw up right in the can next to me. I was like, this is terrible. But what burger wasn't that bad. Right. Well, this was to, bad. I wasn't looking to throw up. I don't know <laughs> what this was, but it yeah. wasn't good. And then they sat there and waited for me to eat it oh it's the worst and they're like they're like are you not hungry do you not like it i'm like what it's okay i'm i'm concentrating they, they watch you like it so desperately yes, right it's yeah so and then uh, i let it sit and then i threw it away yeah slowly quietly oh yeah by saying, the way you just I, drop I, it in I, the barrel I, then like i took one more bite when i was doing this and i was ripping it up <laughs> and i put it in the garbage can under my desk and then i buried it like i jumped up i'm yep. like i'm gonna i'll be right back i'm gonna go to the bathroom i took it threw it away gotcha. so i i see what you're saying yeah but you can't tell them on the first time well you can you can just rip the, rip the bandaid off you know no, <laughs> no need to be yeah don't sugarcoat it just go ahead and right there ask me nah ain't good will i ever eat there no i will not so you have houston you think it's gonna sell here yeah, people from people who are on the people strip. People are loyalists. Like they're they're yeah. going to go to it. When they need when they need a taste of it. Like I know people who like will go and find In-N-Out when they come to like the, the first thing they do. They land, they go and go right to In-N-Out. Like that's some people who like it. Really? You yeah, think that's going to happen with the Whataburger, huh? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if, you're, if you're living, if you like, say like you lived in Texas your whole life and you moved to the West Coast and the closest, oh. Whataburger, the closest Whataburger is here. You land you'll in go. Vegas, jump right to Whataburger because it's a taste of home and you're going to go back through memory lane and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I do think people will will, will, will hunt it down. Okay. If you guys are on uh, Sports Grid, thank you for watching. We appreciate it. We're back tomorrow with a new show. Same time as always for you guys who are live on YouTube and on Twitter. Do not move. Bonus. <laughs> and we go from one stinger into another as we do time for better to book it. You can go fuck your ears. Bye bye. You love those stingers. I, I love them. They're phenomenal. They're so fun. I, lo I love firing them. And, and now I, I know because the people get ears get blown out. So now I even like it even more. Oh. I know that pisses people off. So it's even jump better. Scare they call like the kid. The kid is a jump scare. I love, I love it. it. I love. I'm it. against you because you're decked in your Phillies gear. Marlins in Cabrera today. Money line minus one ten. Betting it or booking it. Walker has been great at home. Not so great on the road. Correct. Cabrera no, it's a good play on your home. part. I, I'm definitely booking it, though. I like the Phillies today. I looked at the board this morning. Board sucks. It's a tough board. Board sucks. <laughs> it's a tough board today. I ML hate today. MLB, Anthony, text me. Said, can you do the show today? I said, I cannot. He's like, what do you mean? I said, I, I don't I don't want to have to come up with three plays today. I don't yeah. I, I I don't I couldn't come up with three plays. Yeah, I was a it's a it is a tough card. So uh but this was the one I one of the ones I looked at and I was surprised at the number. Um it's going the the Marlins way right okay. now. It's all like it, it one joint they're minus one ten, South Point they're minus one. Fandle going the other way though. Fandle's favor in the Phillies. That's the way it started. So yeah, it's minus 110, minus 106, which is weird. Again, why they're just it, inventing things. Why is it just, minus 110, minus 106? 
because I want you to lay juice either way. It's a pick'em game now. Used to be minus one hundred five, minus one hundred five, and then if someone got to be one hundred two, then you'd put it one hundred one hundred eight on the other side. You know, one hundred eight, one hundred two, and it was one ten and even. Now to just make it minus one ten and minus one hundred six, and just like when Stelophilus walked into the Playboy Mansion in Beverly Hills Cop, wow, and he says. He fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what they've done now to this thing we call sports betting. They just ah. juice everybody out, and you're laying no matter who you're taking. How can that be? doesn't make any sense. I like the Phillies. Okay. I like the Marlins. Team total for the Braves, over five and a half today. Canning. At home. Mm. At home today against Canning, who has given up 11 home runs on the road this year. This is a problem, right? He gives a Braves bombs. team that won't stop hitting home runs. Correct. <laughs> this is a good bet. The total in the game is 10. Or what nine do you and need? Over five and a half team total. And this would be a bad beat if you only get five runs. Possibly. But I think that this is a team that gives up runs. <laughs> and Canning gives up home runs. Braves just can't stop scoring seven, eight, nine runs at home. It's ridiculous. It's the best offense. They average six runs a game at home. Average six runs a game. Bet. This is a bet. I like the game over. Okay. FanDuel's got nine and a half. If you want to search for a better number, yeah. it's minus 120, but you can get nine and a half at FanDuel. Yeah. I like the you, game over. If you want but that. Good One more add-on. Yep. I haven't bet it yet, but I'm looking at it. 49ers, my brain's on football, obviously. The Giants, first five today. Oh. Nelson for the Diamondbacks is horrific on the road. It's minus 156 on the money line, first five. Mm. It's not horrible. It's not horrible to use. It's not bad. Who's pitching for the Giants? We don't even know. Uh, is it, it's Webb, right? I don't that says undecided. Web pitch on Friday, didn't he? Yeah. I thought Web pitched Friday when we did it. We did this show. is why the, it wasn't up. The the numbers weren't up last night, so I couldn't bet it. It yeah. is uh for the for, for Diamondbacks, I still have undecided. Cobb is pitching. Oh, it's 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 Nelson, according to ESPN. For Arizona. Yeah. Cobb yeah. for the for, for the for, for the uh, San Francisco. Jobs. Okay. On the huh. uh so I'm looking at that potentially, but Arizona or San Francisco team total over? No, just first five with Cobb. First five over. First five money line. First five money line. Cobb has. Guessing. Cobb. I'll say. I'll say bet it, but I'm guessing. I yeah. I hate the undecideds until I know. So it's uh, Cobb has gone zero five one zero zero two two in his last seven starts. Mm. Earn runs given up. And Cobb at home has a 1.09 ERA, four and one record, and an opposing batting average of 239. Only six earned runs in 49 in a two thirds innings worth of work. Okay. So that was, that's the other, that's an ad. If you want a third bet, I have not made it yet, but I think I, I like the Phil, I like the Giants' first five money line, which is not too bad. How about the Reds and the Cubs? Over. You'd like the game over. Anything with the Reds, I like over. 
I think the Reds are very live in that game. To win? Yes, they're a dog. How big of a dog? Plus 105, plus even money, depending on where you're shopping right now. That would be, if I was to do better to book it, I would throw it at you and say, Bet it. uh, Reds. Andrew Abbott? Okay, yeah. Abbott's been phenomenal. Yeah. Four and one with a 2-2-5 ERA on the road. Seven earned in 28 innings worth of work. And Strowman's getting traded, is he not? Ah. uh, the Cubs may believe that they're 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 in it. They're going to win it. So no, he might not get traded. He may be pitching to instead six of an audition, last audition. He may be pitching to win it. Six but, and six and five at home. Yeah. Either way, I like Cubs uh, are wow. Yeah. Cubs are four games out of the central. Mm-hmm. Right there. But they got to win the central. They're not making the playoffs otherwise. I guess they're three and a half games out of the wild card. I guess they could, so they're closer yeah. to wild card to the last spot than they are to yeah. central. My God, the National League gets bad. Don't Phillies American Phillies an, snob, please. Phillies an absolutely. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, it's just this is really interesting with baseball right now. Is anybody any good? Braves are good. Braves are good. Braves are really good. I'll give you that. Braves are really Braves good. Are good. Besides that, anybody any good? Anybody really good? I, I mean, Orioles are unproven. The Rays are leaking oil. The Twins and Guardians, please. The Rangers are good. Astros, I don't know. Angels are not good. They could be okay, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them a good label. Okay. The Braves are great. The yes. Marlins are what? They're not. The Phillies are what? The Mets are bad. The Reds are. I don't know what unproven. to make of the Reds. Unproven. unproven. Yeah, just like yeah. the Orioles. Totally yeah. unproven. Yeah. Brewers are, I think, I think a mirage. The Dodgers are good, but they're inconsistent. They've lost six of ten. The Giants, I don't believe, are that good. And the Diamondbacks are unproven. You didn't even mention the Padres. I think they're out of it. A lot of people think the Padres are getting hot right now. They're doing it again. Here they come. They've won three in games. August. In a, okay, they've won three games in a row. They're eight games out of first in the West and they are five games out of a wild card spot. Eh. Sure. Favorite thing about today is what? A couple things. You reminded me uh, when you said rip the bandaid off uh, brother, Dan had uh, that ablation surgery last week. Oh. And he found out he has a fib after I had a fib and had the stroke and found out okay. that I had a fib. So, Brother Dan is Sasquatch. He is the hairiest human being. Oh, no. Ever. Oh, no. They didn't tell him that he had to be kind of manscaped. Saved. Yeah. Oh, no. So he told the story that I literally had to pull over my car talking about the woman shaving him first. Oh. Got an electric razor and started and started going up and and. And then had to change the blade, blade number two, to finish oh his chest and stuff. And then got to his back, which his wife maintains. So it wasn't nearly as thick. Okay. But she had to go to a third blade. And she oh. said, oh, this is unbelievable. I have never had to do this before. Three blades, one person. Look at all this fur on the ground. Gross. Like a blanket. <laughs> He's telling me the story, and I am on. I literally had to pull the car over because he tells the story pretty damn good too. I was dying, 
but it was good to hear everything went well. And he's on the, you know, he's, he said, I feel the same as I did before. So go get checked when you, you know, go for your physicals and stuff. And that's the other favorite thing about today. In addition to the show, I am headed right from here. We wrap up the show and I get an appointment to go see my doctor Good. and get some things checked that I need to get checked to make sure that I can still just keep doing what I'm doing. And you like your doctor? Listen, these people saved my life. Like I'm seeing someone different today because my doctor's on vacation. Is it your primary care or is it your heart? Primary care guy is not here. Okay. I got to get in because you see the way we're running in August. I know what's coming. Yep. I am very in tune with my health and making sure everything's good. So I want to make sure before we're sleeping less, before school starts and we're running on the schedule we're running, I'm getting everything checked just to make sure if anything needs to be done, it's done now. Amen. Two weeks before our lives are nuts for <laughs> one month straight. Yeah. So got a couple other appointments this week. I go through this process every year. But I'm telling you guys, as men, we stink at this. Yep. Listen to your wives. If you don't have a wife, wife, you have a girlfriend, listen to her. And if you don't have either, listen, listen to, to me. <laughs> yeah. Go get your go get your shit checked. Yeah. Your life doesn't mean anything if you don't have your health to be able to take care of yourself and important people in your life. Yeah. So I'm going to tell the nurses again when they walk in and I'm wearing a hat and maybe I'll keep the Phillies shirt on. They're gonna go. Hey, you're still doing shows. I'm like, am I still doing shows? You have no idea what we're doing now. Would you like to be a sponsor of the BVB? Uh-huh. Kicking off a whole bunch of stuff. So it'll it'll be probably a result in a good story tomorrow, but that's my favorite thing about today. Wow. Pee Wee Herman died. Wow. Pee-wee Herman died? At 70 years of age, Pee Wee Herman died. Just announced. Huh. 70. 70? Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens was 70? Yeah. Boy, life is just moving, right? Like, you don't even think of that, right? 70 years oh. old for Pee Wee Herman. My goodness. How was he old? In the 80s, he must have been in his 50s when I came out. From the 40s. Your math stinks. The 80s was 40 years ago. So he would have oh been gosh, in his no. 30s. Wow, that's crazy. He was a Pee Wee Herman. He was that weirdo in his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Were you a Pee Wee Herman fan? No, I couldn't stand him. He was freaky beyond freaky. Maybe, I mean, no, that damn dance and everything else. No, God, but rest in peace. Uh, My favorite thing about today is that I am going to meet Ben, who is a, uh, is the professor who got me my job at UNLV. Oh, I've not been on campus for a while. I've Mm. not seen Ben for a while, but we're going to sit down. I have never, I've not done this really because when I got hired at UNLV, it was during the pandemic. The first semester, first basically year, but the first semester, I taught the whole thing online. I didn't meet uh, anyone. I didn't go over anything. Right. So like my my class design for the first three years of doing this was largely given to me by the dean. He said, here is how I've taught the class. Here is the syllabus. Make it your own, but here's the here's the rundown. Right. I'm going to meet with Ben because I'm going to, I'm thinking about doing something a little bit differently. I'm thinking about changing things up and I kind of want to get his take as he coach. He teaches 400 level courses. I teach 200 level courses. So, so kids my, take your class and go to his class. Next. Correct. 
Correct. Okay. So I'm, I want to meet with him to say, am I doing things? Are there things in your class that the kids aren't getting to you with the right skill set? Good question, professor. Yeah. What can I teach them that when they get to you, you're not having to reteach them and they know already what it is. So I'm really excited to go there uh, at two o'clock today and sit down with Ben and have a conversation. Classes start in three weeks on the 21st or 2nd. I got to double check on the, the date of that as to when classes start. But that's the week because Kelsey's going. So she's she's going to UNLV. She is. She's going to UNLV. We got. That's awesome. Congratulations. And stuff. That's phenomenal. She's, oh, yeah, she's I didn't know that. Decided, yeah. She's she's just super she's cool. Freshman enrollment. Because she went to orientation. I just found out last week. Yeah. I That's awesome. Well, tell her if she wants to take my class, come on in. <laughs> she can take my go. class. How about and, that? And she always, but, but on a serious note, if she ever needs anything, right, I'm there two days a right. week. On Mondays right. and Wednesdays, I'm on campus. So That's if, she, good. if there's ever issues, car trouble or stuff that happens and, you know, I'm there. So four o'clock, four to five 30, I'll be there every <laughs> Mondays and Wednesdays. Not like I don't have more stuff going on in my life, but oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now that's my next move. I'm going to be a pr- professor. Do it. It's fun. I love it. It's, it's one of the most rewarding things I've done as in my career. You know, the pay is not great, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's paid in other ways. It does. It, it really does. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's why I coach. I Eric, look at E. That's where E came from. You know, I'm out here scouting talent. I'm a teacher and I'm talent scout. It's great. <laughs> Not that kind of talent. You no. Like, what are you talking about? Broadcasting like, I, I, talent. I can hear Addison. He don't yeah. have a direct line, but I can hear him saying, oh, he's scouting talent. Not long that of, talent. Long type of talent. No. Broadcasting talent. If you guys have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do so. We're trying to drive a lot of stuff on there for football season. Leave a review. And watch on- the ads. That too. Yeah, that helps. If you can, just yeah, watch I, the ads, at least yeah. the first one. Just suffer through it if you could. That, right. Yeah, it helps. It's just, it just gets the algorithm thing up or something. It know. helps. So do that. Uh, Spotify and on Apple, you can leave a review. You can leave a written review on Apple, but also just click on five stars if you could help us out, pump that up. would all be really appreciative for us as we continue to look to grow BVB. Tuesday, back tomorrow, Matt and Dave, talk to you then here for the Bostonian versus the book.